Welcome to Black and Brown, a podcast where three black guys get to share their love of bourbon. We talk about current events, we conduct interviews, and good old-fashioned shit-talking. Our hosts, Bill, Anthony, and Delvin, will keep you informed on what's going down with that brown. In this episode, we gear up for the NFL Draft by conducting the Black and Brown Draft to let you know which bottles we think you should buy first as you get serious about building your bourbon collection. Okay, grab a pour and join us in the war room as we make our draft picks. Let's get it. All right. Yo, welcome to Season 3, Episode 5 of the Black and Brown Podcast. Yes, sir. What's up, fellas? What's going on, cousin? I'm joined always with my man, uh, the Silverback, W.H. Stevens. That's right. That is right. Report to the line and on the board. (laughs) 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 And as always, Delvin Joyce, the people's choice, Delvin J33 on Instagram is where you can find him. And of course, uh, myself, my government name is on the gram. Delvin, what's up, man? What's the deal, fam? I can't what's help it, brother. They seem like it's been it's been forever since we've been together, man. I guess you know, because Hood Somalia is not here, man. That kid brought yeah, some heat last that year. Was, that was dope, man. I enjoy yeah. talking to that brother. Yeah, he was he was a fun dude, man. He's he's uh mind your booty hairs. That's all I can mind take from that. Dude. I think I, I think the I think the best part about him too though, man, is he he's like he's so authentic. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. Like he's um you know, he just seemed like a real genuine dude, like somebody we want to hang out with. Like mm-hmm. not, not mm-hmm. the Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I said that, and man. I can't wait. Yep. Like what's what's crazy? We had so many people that reached out, and they were like, "Yo, I learned so much from this episode from Hood Somalia." Mm-hmm, of course, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, and it's weird because um, you know I went out and bought that Green Label Scotch. People saw that post out on the gram, and other people were like in the comments as well, talking about, ah, "I might have to check out some Scotch now." You know what I mean? Yep. It's like that rabbit hole when you go on YouTube and look at one video and it just takes you down the hole and an hour later you deep into it. You know what I mean? Yeah, man, this game is infinite, I think, man, because of what he brought to the table, the stuff that we've been doing. I mean, I mean, we have just, um, you know, I guess uh, tipped the iceberg on a lot of this stuff. And that dude just brought it, you know, it was just neat, man. It was very good. Very good. Yeah, he did. He did kind of open it up for me. Like, you know, when you put me on that that documentary, Neat, and I watched that joint yep. several thousand times. And then uh, it led me to the one Scotch they did. Scotch, I yeah. found that one kind of interesting, too. But I was yeah. like, eh, I, I haven't finished it yet. I haven't finished it yet. It's a good one, man. It's real yeah, good. Yeah, I haven't finished it. I, maybe it was the, it was the um, maybe whenever I was watching, it was late at night and I was always falling asleep on it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I have it, it is slow. It. It's kind of yeah, slow. It's a little slow. Yeah, it's a little slow. But it's funny though because when they talked about, it, they got you into how that guy was instrumental in going to Japan and teaching them how to blend Japanese whiskey. So it's that whole big circle. And then Hood just brought it back to us by what he was saying, like what he experienced in it. So it was kind of interesting to me. And I'll see what I like in that green label once I crack it open on vacation. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely interested to see what you got to say about that guy. Yeah. We should we should crack it together, man. Because I well, got you. I'll, I'll be in the Caribbean, so we could definitely do that joint. <laughs> oh, there he is, flexing on it. Flexing, brother needs vacation. So y'all maybe buy a bottle too, man. Is, is that what I'm hearing? I mean, since you yeah, guys need to buy a bottle, yeah, man. Go ahead, man. We got it's a team effort, dog. We got. Man, do I just bought a bottle of uh, that TSR joint today, man. The the new uh, baby, yeah. yeah, the baby unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> and I said I wasn't going to do it, but I ended up doing it anyway. <laughs> well, you got to let me know how it comes out because I didn't get it. Yeah. Yeah, I bought one too, and I gotta tell OJ and Pierre if my kids end up at community college, uh, <laughs> y'all fall. 
Hey man, you know what though, man? You can make a great living, do, you know, fixing the HVACs, dude. You can make a great living doing the plumber, you know, HVACs. I mean, you can a great business. Wow. Yeah, man. Trade school, hey, trade school hey, man, is. I'm telling don't you, don't underestimate it, man. Don't underestimate it, man. Get you a trade, save the world. Yeah, you may have some booty hairs out there, but other than that, man, you be- <laughs> <laughs> y'all crazy. So- so the producer put us on game tonight, man. So the show tonight is going to be kind of dope because what, what we got coming up and what just happened tonight was a WNBA draft. By the time this airs, people know where the ballers are at and where the players are going. Word. But at the end of the month, we got the NFL draft coming up. Mm-hmm. So our producer extraordinaire came up with a scenario where we would tell you what kind of bottles you need to draft to put in your arsenal to keep your game tight. Yes, yes. To a newcomer to the whiskey game, Mm-hmm. The bottles you need to start out with your collection. These are the bottles you need to have in your collection when you first start the game. That's right. So, I mean, with the NFL draft coming up, the I, ha- I honestly, I only, I don't know anybody in the draft. Like, are y'all following the draft at all? I mean, other than you know the big, you know the big timers. Um, I don't really, I haven't followed anybody else in the draft. I mean, to be honest with you, I really didn't watch much football last year because of COVID. Yeah. Um, so I didn't really watch much football. So um, yeah, I didn't really. Between you know, you know the the high profile quarterback between you know what's that kid out of Clemson, the kid out of Ohio, yeah, and the kid out of Ohio State. Other than that, uh, I haven't really been following much else. Well, there's a there's a kid out of uh, North Dakota State, and the only reason I know that is because he tore us up in a national championship game a couple of years ago. Quarterback. Right. Oh, yeah. Trey Lance is his name. Yes. Trey Lance. Trey Lance. Dude was like a freshman, I think. Or maybe a sophomore. I can't remember. Tore us up in the national championship game. Oh, wow. And and sat out last year, of course, because of COVID and just for the draft. And they are are projecting this guy like top 10. Wow. Wow. So um, that's the same. Well, I mean, he didn't play football last year. Yeah. Wow. He so and, for the draft. And, that, and that's the same school that uh, was it Wentz went to, right? Yeah, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz, yeah. And the quarterback after uh, Carson Wentz, I think his name is like Easton Stick. Easton Stick. Oh, yeah, boy, what a, a name. He's in the league, too. I mean, it's quarterback you, but this Trey Lance kid, he's like, yo, I'm a freshman and I'm out of here. That out sounds of a, like out of an FCS school. That's crazy. Yeah, it that sounds like it's insane. a quarterback factory, dog. What's going on yeah. out there? In North yeah, North man. North Dakota, man. They ain't got much to do, man, but snow and football, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> right? Right? Don't play ball. <laughs> get your hike on and get your hike on. That's crazy. Yeah. Did y'all cast play football? No. I but, um, I saw play. I saw play football. Like, you know, whenever I was um, in high school, I, I was pretty fat. But like I said, because, you know, I ran track in college. I was pretty fast, but I was I was a stick. Did you hear him stunt? He stunted all. He's like, I was yeah, I was yeah. lightning quick, but uh but, but I was I was a stick dude. So, you know, I remember, you know, I was a wide receiver and those those slants across the middle with them linebackers and these uh, linebackers with T T F off. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. So um, you know, I was a maybe like a book forty soaking wet back then. So I said I was done. So I went to the hard the hard court and the track. So yeah, smart. Yeah, my, my, everybody have that moment where they realize that, mm-hmm. that they don't want that smoke. Now, mm-hmm. if I if I was this size back then, I would definitely been on that gridiron. But I just oh, yeah, I was no just a stick. I was I was I was six three, one hundred and forty pounds. 
<laughs> you can't make it in football. That's not a good combination. You're going to get folded <laughs> up eventually. You know exactly. I mean? Exactly. That's not good. Yeah. What about you, man? You play football? I played, uh, so in the military, you had like what they call DYA, like like Young's League. You know what I'm saying? I played that for a minute. I was QB. And that, I did all right to, you know, I caught that one hit around the end and got folded up. And I was like, yeah, that one hit makes you evaluate your life. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not a good look, but it was yeah. dope, though. You know, you get to travel yeah. around playing some ball. But nope. After that, I was like, yeah, it's not for me, dog. You can have it. Yeah. And, you know, Dale, you know, you don't talk about this much, man, because, you know, you're a pretty humble guy. Yeah. Because <laughs> I remember when, whenever I first met you, I mean, you know, it was 10 things you said about yourself. Playing in the NFL was number 10. You didn't really leave with that. A lot of guys that I meet in the NFL um, that I've met previously, you know, that's the first thing to leave that we're not playing in the NFL, blah, blah, blah. But not you. You did, you know, you're pretty modest about that, man. But you know, you know, take you know, take me through your journey, man, because you know, you were a kid out of a small town of Virginia. You went to, you know, a, what an FCS school. Right. You right. made it to the league, man. So I mean, that was I mean, that's pretty remarkable, dude. Well, I appreciate you saying that, man. I know it's remarkable, man. It is remarkable. I think is I think, you know, that that humility comes from the fact that, you know, it was it was a grind to get there in the first place. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Guys who are like highly touted, high draft picks. Those are the guys that flex on you. But like, you know, when you when you kind of barely make it, it's like not such a big deal, but barely make it. But dude, man, I mean, you know, but you know, the percentages of a person, okay, so there was, you know, I, I you know, I'm not really sure the, you know, the percentages, but you know, a kid that played, you know, high school ball, and then a kid that played college ball. And the percentage of those kids go to the NFL, I mean, that's elite. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. so did you get invited to the combine or you know, how did you get in there? You know what I mean? No, we need you know some context, funny. dog. You know, yeah. A lot of people don't even know. I was I was a walk on in college. I didn't even get a scholarship to play what? JMU. Yeah, I was, yeah. bro. I was unrecruited walk on. Like you know how they recruit walk ons? We yeah. get scholarship money, right? Like, I wasn't that guy. They didn't even know who I was. I got. So, I got wait, 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 wait. I, re I remember this story. He told us this story in Kentucky. That did you? Did, okay, yeah, I guess so I did. it was I one time was in the truck. He was telling us this story. Yeah, yeah, the back. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was telling us this. So you were unrecruited. Um, walk on at JMU. Unrecruited. They had no idea who I was. And wow. then, and then, once he got on the squad, he set all kind of rushing records for the squad. So right? you guys, that's right, you're the leading rusher in JMU history, right? All purpose yards, punt return yards, kick return yards. <laughs> this kid. <laughs> okay, for the yeah. for the people out there listening. Uh, oh my god, that was a huge stunt. Okay, that was a huge stunt. This he, kid, only because you asked. No, but yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny because I tell people all the time, like, because because the Giants is my son's favorite squad. I don't know why. You right? raised him well. <laughs> I always tell him I don't know who his dad is. But anyway, <laughs> it's like <laughs> I said, yeah, you know, I'm doing a podcast. You know, Bill's Bill's got a homeboy. And this is before I met you. You know, he's got a homeboy played for the Giants. He was like, what? And I was like, yeah, pulled up your bio. And he just started, you know, oh, oh, wow. You know, just geeking out. Shit. I was like, yeah. And then I met you and I'm like, oh, he's just an average dude. He blackmails somebody. You know right, I mean? right. Yeah. He's just dude. cool as hell. You I'm, know what I mean? I'm telling you, man. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It was just one of those, you know, it's, it's one of those things, man. Whenever, you know, because usually like, you know, you, 
you know, you you mean to do, you're like, oh, yeah, he's going to start studying on you. But right. nah, I guess because maybe, I don't know, maybe because you were, you've been so successful beyond football, maybe that's mm-hmm. it, a little bit of it, you know maybe. what I mean? Or maybe it's because, you know, we when we met, you were looking at the top of my head. You were like, this little guy. <laughs> But I'm gonna tell you something though. Like you could you could play pro football anywhere, right? But to have an opportunity to play with the Giants in New York for Mm -hmm. like a storied franchise with some bona fide stars. Right, right. right. That was that was an amazing experience. Yeah, I'm sure it was. I bet it was, man. Like the stray hands and the seahorns and the and the tiki barbers and like the Amani tumors and all these guys. I mean, it was like, it was, it was, it was surreal. Yeah. And and you also played with a uh, Jesse Palmer, right? Yeah. Jesse. Yeah. 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 My dad always says this, whenever people give you money to do something, you're pretty special. You know, like, you know what I mean? So whenever, like, you know, whenever you get a scholarship, regardless of what it is, if you get a scholarship to play a sport in college, you're special. Yeah. And, you know, but, but to get beyond that, to get into, you know, have this be your job, I mean, that is extremely special, I think, in my book. And and by the way, it was a job, man. I mean, yes. Like professional sports is absolutely a business. Like, don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Yeah. So it's stressful, just like your regular job, right? It's stressful, like a nine to five. You got a lot of. I mean, it's just you know, it's a it's hard work, but yeah. it was a, it was a great experience. Oh wow, wow! Let, so you didn't go to the combine. So you didn't go to the combine at all. I didn't go to the combine. In fact, I didn't. I didn't get drafted out of college. I didn't sign as an undrafted free agent out of college. I actually wow. ended up going to work, bro, right out of college. I went to work as a, as a financial advisor in DC. And, oh, so, wow. and so what's crazy is I sent my, like six months later, I sent my highlight tape, my college football highlight tape out to every team in the league mm. uh, with the help of my father-in-law, who at the time was my, just my girlfriend's dad. Right. Mm-hmm. We sent my highlight tape out to every team in the league. I felt like a rapper trying to sell my mix mixtape. Yep. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> Listen to my, my demo. Right. Listen to my demo. And the Giants called back like out of the blue. That's really? how it happened. Yes. So oh, let me ask wow. a question. Let me ask a question. So during all this time, like you you graduate, you got your financial planning, gig, you know, you're grinding, you're sending right. out your stuff. Are you staying in game shape? You're still working out, you're still doing your thing, or you get kind of lax? Nah, bro. I was doing the beach workout. Okay. All, all chest and arms. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the black man workout. Lay <laughs> skinny as hell. Right. It is hell. But but here's the point though. Like I mean, you know, at the time I was 22 years old. So yeah, of course, it's easy to get back in shape. If you yeah, ask facts. me to get in shape for an NFL football game right now, nah, bro. I'm good. <laughs> I, I might could give you one punt return, and I'm gonna fair catch it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Real talk. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, funny. Nah. Oh man, the head above your head, right? Waving. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Now, now I'm gonna be on YouTube looking for your highlight reels. I'm gonna be trying to find them. I got you, bro. I got you. I got, some, I got some highlights. I got some highlights. Nice. That's cool, bro. That's cool. So, man. so tonight in in uh 
I guess in the honor of our guy, you know what I'm saying? We're doing a draft. We're going to tell you what kind of bottles you need in your camp that you might have slept on that you didn't see in your your top pick, you know, if you're just right. getting in this game. Uh-huh. Like we started, you know, almost a year ago, you know, when we came into this, you know, we were like, before we'd be out there hunting, like, oh, I got this, I got this. Now it's kind of like, kind of complacent. You walk by those bottles now. I mean, you're looking for, mm-hmm. I guess you're looking for the quality over the quantity now. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. But when you first started, it was when, like, when you first started. This man, when, this is what this is about. When you first start your collection, bananas, right. bananas. bananas. You gotta yes. go get. You gotta so, go get. So we're gonna give them. We're gonna give them seven rounds, right? Seven rounds. Seven mm-hmm. rounds in the draft. Seven rounds in the draft. We got bottles in there. We're gonna give you our 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 uh, candidates, our top candidates. So we think you should have, and we got some undrafted free agents. We're gonna get into right. Yes, sir. No doubt. So, no doubt. I mean, I, yeah. I like people this. Get I like some people's choice. I like this list. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I like You'll this give list. some people's choice uh, picks. Yeah. All right. So, so uh, I guess I'm playing commissioner. Yes, sir. And, and Roger I'm, I'm, a, I'm a tag Roger team between. Kind of, come on, man. I can't be Roger Goodell. <laughs> come gotta, on, dude. I, I might need a new moniker for that. Roger Goodell. <laughs> <laughs> who was the guy before Roger Goodell? It was, uh, it was, um, who was the who, Tennis. Yeah, uh, Tag Labu. Tag Labu. Paul Tagliabue. Yeah, Tag Yeah, Tag Yeah. Hey, could I be him too? I'll be Earl. I'll be Earl Tagliabue. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right, so I'm, we're going to bounce between the two of you going back and forth, right? Yes, sir. So, all right. First round with the first pick of our black and brown draft, uh, Delvin Joyce is going to lead us off. Yeah, so with the first pick, in the black and brown draft, the people's choice selects Blantons. <laughs> Blantons. <laughs> Blantons. Hey, uh, hella Blantons, right? Hella and, Blantons. And, and Blantons is an iconic, rec- recognizable bottle. It's good whiskey, and right. it's got those crazy toppers. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, I, and the reason I think Blantons would be a first round pick, like if I'm brand new mm-hmm. and I'm trying to start my collection. I'm, it's not really about what what I want to drink. It's about me trying to show off that I am a bourbon guy and I'm building this bourbon collection. Right. And, Correct. And, and if you you're not even in the conversation if you don't have a bottle of Blantons on the shelf. And At obviously, somebody told you, "Hey, you want to get Blantons as like yeah, because you mean barrel, you know, right? yeah, because you know you know think about this, man. You know, Blantons was the first single barrel offering. Go. To the you know you know to the whole bourbon industry, right. so you know Colonel Blanton had this you know idea about having you know a single barrel. So this is one of the first you know single barrel offerings. So this is one of the one they they marketed. They, you know that's how I think bourbon kind of exploded. Mm-hmm. It was actually Elmer T. Lee who had the idea. Oh, Elmer T. Lee. Okay, and they right. named it after Albert Blanton. But yeah, oh. I mean, it's- oh, I like that choice. Thank you. And I then. Mean- it's got that fire packaging. You know, we're all about the packaging. I mean, there's the not many other bottles out there that's like, you know, the baby mm-hmm. bottle way, round. I mean, the, the liquid is good, right? It's good. It's just that, you know, where we are in our journey, in our matriculation. Matriculation. You know, we, we <laughs> have, you know, we've kind of elevated <clears throat> that. But it's still, I'll, I'll enjoy a Blanton's on a, on a you know. A yeah, a little nine, 93 proofer. Right, Exactly. So, mm-hmm. so I would say go out, find you a Blanton's. And by the way, it's not that hard to find, right? No, like, no, 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 no. You should be able to get it. It should be hard to find for us. Yes. 
But now in context of what the really hard to find stuff is, Blanton's is like really accessible. Blow yeah, right through yeah. that stop sign. Just blow yeah. right through. And, 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 you know, if whenever we went and visited Buffalo Trace last year, um, you know, a lot of the contracts that they had with the overseas markets are ending. So a lot of the Blanton's products are going to be available in the U.S. coming, coming soon. So. What, yeah. which, what's crazy is that people, so many people hate on Blanton's too now. You know, it's like it's kind of really? like, it's kind of like the thing to do to hate on Blanton's because mm-hmm. it's so highly sought after. Yeah. But I still think you want it on your shelf. You want it on your shelf. Collection, right. Yeah. And, it's, and it's good juice. It's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah it is. It's good. good. It's one of those ones like you, amongst your bottles that you have in your arsenal, you'd go to it one night and say, hey, I want a pour of this. That would fit that bill. You yes, know, that, that all inclusive joint. Fit that all bill. right. I see what you did there. Fit that bill. That was and yeah, thank you. <laughs> Speaking of Bill, with the second, <laughs> with, with the first pick of the second round, Bill, take it away. So with the second pick in the Black and Brown draft, I would select Wella Antique One Hundred Seven. Ooh, mm, yes, mm. Antique One Hundred Seven. That's a mm. weeded bourbon, a uh, little know, proof. And I am a fan of the wheat. Everyone knows this. Yeah. Um, and uh, 107 is one of my faves. So um, it's one of those weeded bourbons that, you know, <clears throat> whenever we went to Buffalo Trace, we realized that Wella is one guy away from calling it Pappy. One dude. One dude having an off day, yeah. you know, and it becomes a Wella. So, but the Antique 107, um, the, the, the proof point is there. I love this juice. This is one of my favorite bottles. So this is where I want to go with the number two pick. Hey, I'm going to tell you something. That's a solid number two pick, too. Solid number two pick. I mean, could could have been number one. Yes. But I think if you are someone like that, I don't don't know if this was like our first weeded bourbon that we consciously knew was weeded. Mm -hmm. To your point, consciously knew that it was weeded. Right, because we did, we had a new idea when we did versus rye versus you know straight bourbon and all that kind of stuff. Right, so I think if you are someone getting into bourbon, building your collection, and you want to put a weeder on your shelf, this is the one. Right, mm. absolutely, sir. Very so. good flavor for me. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I'm a Weller fan. I've got. Yeah, I wish. I mean, I mean, you know, I'm, you know, those, you know, that's a weeder that's on my shelf that I don't really go to often because it's hard. It's harder to find. Mm-hmm. Um, the the special reserves a little bit more available, but the 107 is a little bit more elusive. Yeah. So, so if you could draft, like, I mean, so when you look at the entire Weller line, right? We've had a lot of them. Now you kind yes. you kind of on a previous episode kind of dogged out. You did. You, you did. You did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The foolproof on uh, yeah. Weller. Yeah, um, the he gut punched the foolproof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the foolproof. Yeah. <laughs> right, but I would say like the the Weller antique went to uh, you know the BCS school. Like it went to <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's SEC man, SEC. Right. Yeah. The Weller yeah. Special Reserve probably went to like a you know not a Power Five. Right. Mm-hmm. Went to like um, Akron or something. <laughs> USA. Zip, right, like a conference USA school, yeah, yeah, yeah. Central Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, 
Yo, Central Florida got some ballers, though. They got some ballers, man. Ballers, man. You know, all the kids who didn't go to Florida State. But the Weller 12, <laughs> I, I still have not had Weller 12. No. And it, and I've never seen it, never sniffed it. Nah. Not That's even Ivy League. League. That's that Ivy League right there. <laughs> man, the, the only person that I've ever in my, in, you know, in our little group is my boy uh, G Money. That's the only person I've ever seen had the, the Weller 12. And he and came he across like it on a humble. He came across it on a humble. I think it's like his brother-in-law was in Texas. And he said, hey, you want this? He's like, uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead and scoop that up. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It was, I mean, he wasn't even looking for it. You know what I mean? So I haven't even seen it. And then and then you throw the um, the CYPB in there. Craft your perfect bourbon. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> really? Come on. You know, and then, and then you have Hood spilling one up. Spilling one of twelve all out the bottle. <laughs> he was trying to make his poor man's peppy. Right. I thought that was like, oh man, he's killing me right now. He's killing me. He just beat his poor one of twelve all out the bottle. First world problems, right there. First, First world problems. That's correct. Dude got a bunker with all kind of bourbon in it. I love it. <laughs> yes, sir. All, all right. So, what? so I'm gonna pull one for third round. Uh, mm-hmm. What you? There's not me. That's no, me, no, right? no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm going with the old Forester 1920. Ooh, solid pick. Sleeper, sleeper. That's, that's a definite sleeper. Yeah, I mean, that's I mean, that's that kid who did get highly drafted, but you know, showed out at right. a JMU. Came to work out. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. You know, you know what that old Forester 1920 is, honestly, because it always does well in like blinds. Yeah. But it's but but old Forrester doesn't really allocate their bottles like that, right? So no, they don't. Nope. because you can walk in a liquor store and see it on the shelf, right. your assumption is uh it's nothing special, right? So you chasing blends. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And and so that, right, exactly. So that 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 old Forrester nineteen twenty is that that guy that went to a small college mm-hmm. and showed up at the combine and ran four one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> And, and, moved, like like, like and went from a went from a projected seventh rounder, maybe undrafted free agent, to slipping into the third round. Say yeah. like, say like, went to Tennessee, Chattanooga, came to the combine and showed out. You know showed what I mean? Out. Yeah, showed yeah. out. Yep. Got the Terrell Owens. Showed out. Showed out. Oh, by the way, so so I didn't have a I didn't have a I didn't go to the combine, but I had a pro day at JMU. Oh, oh, they came. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, pause. Pause. Tell me how that was, man. Yeah. Now that was that was fire. That was what fire. what team showed up at that pro day? Like, who can yeah. you look back on and say you missed out on this it lunch? Seahawks, 49ers. Oh, what? Or the two that I remember because I grew up a 49er fan. Yeah, oh, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, which, yeah. Which, by the way, I wore thirty three in the NFL because I was Roger a, Craig. Roger Craig, exactly. Oh, Roger wow. Craig. Yo, and wearing that number, I know I wasn't high stepping, like my knees weren't coming up. I'm about up to say like the high yo. <laughs> but I felt like they were. <laughs> you know what I'm but yo, that was a big ass number on your boy. <laughs> so, so my pro day. So here, I'll give you some of my stats. Right. So on the vert vertical jump, yeah, thirty nine and a half. Dude, that's not, that's not bad. bad. Your boy had hops. Your so you know, because I was like forty one. Oh, oh, see how you flexed on me? No, 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 I'm just saying. But I high jumped, man. I was in track and field. I oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So, Perfect. you know. 41 is beast. 
But I was 140 pounds. Yeah, he was a, like, Devin, could you dunk? Could I? I think I still can, honestly. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Muggsy hops. I don't think so, but, though. But, awesome. but I only play yeah. golf and ping pong now, so don't, <laughs> yeah, don't, don't even. Miss me with the hoops, bro. I know way too many 40 <laughs> year olds with torn uh, Achilles. Thank you. Yeah. I'm cousin one of them. I gave mine up. I sure did. Yeah. Yeah. Over 30 league, lost it on the floor. So the other thing was the uh, 225 bench press, right? Mm. So you you have to do 225 pounds as many times as you can, right? In a row. Right. I did did 19. Wow. That was back. You know, that was back in the day, man. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Now, now I do it. You know, three or four times. (laughs) At least you can get off the bar. At least you can get off the rack. Right. 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 I'm 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 blowing through that stop sign. I'm walking right by that. No. So the other, I mean, the other one that I really like out of Old Forster, though, that I, I could see slipping into the third round, too, sneaking up in the third round, is that mm-hmm. 1910. Dude, I was about to say, man, 1910 is, is fantastic. Yes. And I see that a lot I, of places. Dude, now. I love that 1910. I mean, I got a bottle of it maybe like maybe maybe like a month ago, mm-hmm. and I got a second bottle of it. The 1910 is fantastic. So basically what they're telling you for the listeners out there is you have one to smash and one to stash. One to stash, one to smash. That's what the we live by. The only thing about the 1910 is it, you know, it's only, uh, what is it, 92, 93 proof? You know, you know, still, you know, that's in my wheelhouse, bro. Yeah, you're not right. trying you know to get saying, it you, fast, know, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I know you like the higher proof, but, mm-hmm. you know, between 90s and the 100s, that's still, that's still where I like to be. That's right. So if Easy. you so the TSR old Forester barrel pick does it remind you of either the 1920 or the 1910? Nope. Yeah, me nope. either. Nope. It's a whole other unique. Nope. Flavor. It is. I mean, I don't know. It's because if this is the the barrel that they don't release because they don't have enough volume in the barrel. I don't. You maybe you know maybe it's that, but it tastes nothing like any of those. It's it's a it's a game changer. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. even just nosing yeah. it out of the bottle. Yeah, I am. Um, yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, you're funny, man, because I poured me a, a dram of that on, on Tuesday, I think, maybe. Uh, um, I posted it on Instagram, but um, I tasted it. I'm like, this is <laughs> it's fantastic, dude. That, that's I what mean, I was just going to say. <laughs> it was, I mean, I couldn't put it, I mean, I really couldn't put it into words because it was just really, really, really good. And you mm-hmm. got two, right? I plugged one out. I plugged one. Oh, you plugged it out. Oh, yeah, okay. I plugged one out. Yeah. I, I wish. Smash, when is dash? Dude, I wish. I wish I had kept it now. I have the deuce. <laughs> oh, you got two. Oh, I got yeah. the deuce. All right, so that means we can drink ours up, Bill, and we got a backup. No, you don't. That's not what yeah. that means at all. Yes, yes it does. That's <laughs> that, that is exactly what hey. that does not mean. And hey. hey, my my brother's keeper. Well, what's going on, man? Oh, you didn't watch the end of that movie, did you? You watch the end of New Jack City? <laughs> <laughs> the world is mine. <laughs> the world is mine. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> but yeah, the old force, that's a good that's a good pick. I like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I like it, man. Thank you, man. I tried. All right, let's run that fourth round, Delvin. What you okay. got? Fourth round. So the first pick in the fourth round. We're we going to take a kid out of the HBCUs. Ooh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Jacksonville State. Yeah, we're we, we going down to the HBCUs, see if we can find us a Jerry Rice or Walter Payton. 
Alcorn, Alcorn State, Alcorn State, or or McNair, right? So, (laughs) so out of the HBCU ranks, we take it. I hear the nearest. I hear the band heating up. Oh, (laughs) yes, sir. And and I would say, you know, if I'm starting my bourbon collection, Mm -hmm. a couple of things. Number one, if at that point where you are starting to collect, you are captivated by the backstory. Right. And I can't I mean, listen, there's a whole lot of backstories out there. I can't think of one better than the Uncle Nearest story. Right. Nothing better, man. Nothing better. Yeah. Because the Uncle Nearest story also feels more authentic and real. Like it doesn't sound made up to sell bottles. It sounds like, yo, this is what it is. Yes. Right. Right. Yep. Yep. And And I have listened to a lot of interviews from Fawn Weaver. A lot of them. Yeah. And she is. I mean, she tells the same story across all her interviews. Bro, she, so, might be, she might be the best spokesperson on the planet. Yes, sir. I mean, this, I mean, she's fantastic. Yeah, um, we'd, we'd love to talk to her. <clears throat> yeah. 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 <laughs> and, and, and if you're going to venture into Tennessee whiskey, this is probably as far as you want to go. That's just, that's a pro tip. I'm just I saying. Would agree. I would, I would, I would somewhat agree. There are some Jack Daniel bottles that are pretty good. Bill Mead, Bill Mead is one of them. Oh yeah, Bill, Bill yeah, Mead is Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. You might go a little bit farther. Uncle Nearest, oh, maybe Bill Mead, but they didn't make the draft right now. You know, we're still. Maybe they make the undrafted. Who knows? But you know, Uncle Nearest is probably as far as you want to dip your toe. So what about Dickel? Is Dickel going to get drafted? I'm sorry. I lost your mic for a second. What'd you say? <laughs> so Dickel, hey, Dickel hey, in the arena league, dog. They're not even hey, invited hey, to the pro hey, day. Hey, no. Hey, <laughs> real, real quick, dude. Yeah. So I went to Prophet's house last week, right? Mm-hmm. I finally got some Dickel. <laughs> I finally got it. I finally and, got it. And what did you think of it, William? On the nose, I got Flintstone vitamins, dog. You got Flintstone vitamins, yeah, yeah. Bam, bam, and all them. Yeah, Yeah. Bedrock and everybody. Bedrock, yeah, yeah. Betty Rubble, all of them. Yeah, and um, Betty was fine though. (laughs) Did you get lighter fluid on the palate? <laughs> now they just hey man hey so <laughs> so me and Prophet was um, tasting it and he he you know and he pours himself some I pour myself so I'm like uh, this is not very good <laughs> and, <laughs> and I actually pour mine out I don't ever do that in the bourbon because when, whenever you go to somebody's house and they pour you a bottle of something you know you want to finish it right right and I couldn't do it. Couldn't yeah. even finish it. Couldn't finish so, it. Which which bottle? Which dickle was it? It was a bottom bomb blue label. Oh wow! So yeah. that one, and that's yeah. their. I mean, they they hold that out there like yeah, yeah. yeah I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't care for it. Not one bit. So all right. So for the for our listeners, if you keep in score, dickle bottle and bond is zero for two with the black and brown crew. Right. Over two. Yeah. So, so they got one more shot. I'm gonna give it a shot. <laughs> dude, you got. You gotta give it a shot, dude. You gotta give it a shot. <sighs> okay. Yeah, <laughs> Guess, I'm, gonna give, I'm gonna give it a shot. Against my recommendations, go ahead, bro. Do it. <laughs> but, but so so Dickel is not getting drafted. Dickel is playing semi pro ball in the park. <laughs> <laughs> that may be pretty. <laughs> That 
might be a stretch. <laughs> so, all right, here's a question. So we just draft the Uncle Nearest 1856. We we probably like the Uncle Nearest 1820 might have snuck up into the second or third round, but we've never had it. So my question is like, what do we need to do to get our hands on that bottle? Um. Well, quiet as is kept. I got a sample already. I, yeah, I have a sample too, man, and I'm waiting to yeah to try it out. I'm, oh, I'm, so we have it. So you haven't tried it. Okay. No, I'm, no, I'm, I'm going to try it. I'm actually going to try yeah, it on Sunday. A boy, a boy from uh, Washington State. Yep. The homie Bourbon Guru. Bourbon Guru. If, if you don't know him, look him up on Instagram. It's Bourbon, Bourbon Guru, Guru underscore. Underscore. Yeah. So anyway, he sent us samples of the 1820 from Uncle Nearest, but he also had this one called Justice, which turned out yep. to be a Dickel product. And he really? sent us a sample of that too. Yeah, it's from Dickel. Oh, wow. I didn't realize we, we had our we had our intern gas house look it up. Oh yeah, intern. <laughs> he sent it, but I haven't had it yet. I'm afraid yeah. to have it because he Me said too, after man. he tasted it, he let it sit, and then the next day when he went to taste it, he said the taste was off. I said, "Dog, it's dickle." <laughs> so it's just the dickle, dog. It's dickle, B. Interesting. So that was it, right. man. Well, I'm I'm curious on the 1820. So y'all let your boy know when you crack it. And if anybody's out there and can can get us a heads up on where we can find that bottle, I'm all in on it. Yeah, other than going to Tennessee, man. I mean, I think we might be out. Well, I heard Fawn Weaver's got some, so we might have to holler. Fun hey, hey Fawn. All right, let's get the fifth round. Who's popping that joint? Me. Get him, Billiam. So, in the fifth round of the black and brown drafts, I will be selecting Eagle Rare. Gosh, uh, got to take Eagle Rare off the board. Wu-Tang Community College. I'm telling you, man. So, <laughs> it is well documented that Eagle Rare is my gateway bourbon. Gateway. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, Eagle Rare is one of that bourbon that... Um, before that, I didn't really care for bourbon, but when I had a taste of that, um, that 90 proofer, um, that guy really got me into the bourbon game. Yeah. So um, to me, Eagle Rare is, 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 uh, is tops to me. Mm. Yeah, you got to have it in your collection. And if you, if you, you got to have it in your collection. If you're brand new to bourbon, you're not really going to come up on like, like really well aged bourbons, right? But this, this is, is a, a ten year bourbon, dude. Right, ten year bourbon. Yes, of course, it's allocated, but it's it's findable. I wouldn't I wouldn't put this in a category as hard to find personally. Really, right? I wouldn't. Because you know, it all depends on where you live, dude. Because in North Carolina, it's hard to find. It's I mean, it's hard enough to find. Yeah. But there was a time where I could just go into any ABC store in the hood. In the hood now. Where they buy the cognac, gotta go to the hood. Yeah, in the But I could find Eagle Rare on the shelf, thirty-five. Uh, so I got about you know four, five of them. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got them booty. Number one, number one stunner. Utility but, players on utility players. But to get a ten-year bourbon on your shelf as a beginner, and you're building your collection, yeah, and it's also amazing. Juice. Amazing. I mean, to me, Eagle Rare is one of those bourbons that is really smooth. Like, you're not going to get much bite from that bourbon. Right. So, whenever you want to drink it neat, so I think Eagle Rare is one of those first bourbons that you can drink neat as mm-hmm. a beginner and you don't get that Kentucky hug. Mm. You know, it doesn't. Who would you put up against Eagle Rare, though? 
Like if you were like, if, 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 if this was a draft and you had to say, you know, I'm going to take Eagle rare in the fifth round, but it was close between what other bottle 90 proof. Is there another one out there? So is that small batch, um, uh, Russell's in the area? Is that, is that, is that a hundred? Small batch, you know, not, you know, not the single barrel, the small batch. Not the 10 year. Yeah. 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 Dev, you know, Devin, you have it on your chef. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, it's ninety proof. See, I, w- I would put it in in that category. That would be yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. The small batch, ten year, small yeah. batch. The small batch though, not the single barrel. The small batch. Yeah, the white label. The white right, label. The white label. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. It doesn't specifically say small batch on here, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good call. Yeah, yeah easy. He but went I, to that shelf and pulled that out too. No, yeah, you know, you know. Yeah. I mean, you know. You know, when you have NFL friends, you know, this is what they do to you. Yeah, saw the guy. <laughs> <laughs> that, that bottle 600? Yeah, I'll take two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got it. yeah all right, Lions. <laughs> so, um, oh, sorry, I lost my train of thought. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> the stunt got him. By the way, I'm over here drinking Eagle Rare right now. Yeah, I know. Are you? I am. I am. Wow. I, have, I have not. And it's been a hot minute since I cracked the Eagle Rare. Hey, man. No one asked me what I was um, I'm drinking tonight. What oh, are you, you drinking tonight? You didn't volunteer any information. That's a reserve. Oh, okay. Yep. Wow. Did you see that? Did you see that stopper? That stopper looked like it had an elk head on it. It does. It has a moose head. Wow. That's dope. Well, I tell you, hey, you, you can't, can't hide money. Can't hide, hide money. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> All right. Y'all are stupid. We got six round. Plug. Six round. I am drafting for my first pick of the six round. Angels Envy Rye. Dope. <sighs> Dope. And that's mm. what I would call a beautiful introduction into the rye game for someone just starting out. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's our first rye on the on the draft, right? First ride taken. First one. Mm. Amongst yeah, many, a- amongst many, but I think that would be a nice introduction for someone who doesn't know if they like the pepper. Right, right. A little bit of the spice, the flavor. Yeah, but I think that um, uh, um, um, Caribbean cast kind of just, you know. Kind of smooths it out. smooths it out. Yeah, smooths out the rye. Yes. The pepper. Yeah. And it'll introduce them into a little something different with some finishes. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. you know, it's not, not too deep in the pockets. What? I mean, I mean, it's a hundred bucks. It, it's 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 deep in your pocket, bro. Mine was mine was only eighty nine bucks, dog. No, eighty nine. I guess it depends on where you're at. Depends on where you're at. Oh, 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 o
What did bacon do? I'm telling you, man. Mm-hmm. Only thing we needed was some pancakes. <laughs> only thing we needed. It was the only thing missing was pancakes. But all I day. think, that, and I think to that point, I think if you're building your collection and you want something on your shelf that'll be a, like a crowd pleaser, right? Because mm. a lot of things that we, we've talked about so far, if you're not a bourbon person, you probably may not like it, right? Like, yeah. if you, like if you got a vodka drinker in your house or somebody drinks wine and you're like, hey, come check out my bourbon collection here, have a pour, mm-hmm. they're going to grimace, they're not really going to like it, they're not going to appreciate it. But the Angel's Envy Rye is that bottle, I think, that just has that crossover appeal, right? Mm-hmm. People come to your house, you pour one up for them and be like, oh, that's, yeah. that doesn't taste like what I expected it to taste like. That's right. Right, right. And right. and uh, Chosen and I have a, a mutual friend and he bought, you know, he bought a bottle of that for his girlfriend and he, I talked to him about it. He said, oh, she did? Loves, yeah, she loves it. Really? Loves it. Loves it. I mean, she right. was like, I mean, She's questioning her whole bourbon journey because really, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because what was she? What was she drinking? Because oh, it was like um, I I remember he was like she likes blah blah blah, and I was like, it's like some kind of flavored shit or something. But yeah, yeah, I want to say was I want to say was a Jack Daniels or something maybe. Yeah, like yeah, like a. yeah, I'm not really sure, but whole anyway, new, whole new world for her now. Whole new world. Whole new world. He's like, man, she loves it. Yeah. Wow. Did he say mm-hmm. how she drinks it? He he did not say that. He did yeah. not say that. I'd be yeah. curious if she's like drinking it neat. Well, however she curious. drinks it, she's enjoying it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah but she right. loves it. Yeah, yeah. I, I talked to yeah, I talked to him. He said it. she is enjoying that bottle. So that's dope. that's dope. So good choice there, choice. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was that was the plugs draft pick. Yes, that was the plugs draft pick. It's okay, man. The Weller got you. It's good. That's our good four seater right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, well, I was talking about you know the conversation with yeah. with, with boy. So. I know what you meant. I know what yeah, you meant. You good. Yeah. All right, seventh round. All right, seventh round. So you know you know what they call the last pick in the draft, right? Tom Brady. No, no, <laughs> no. Mr. Unforgettable, all right? No. Mr. Irrelevant. Mr. Mr. Irrelevant. Irrelevant. All right, yeah. So, like, they, there's a whole thing in the NFL. If you are the the last pick in the draft, you get almost as much pub as the first pick, right? Yeah. So, I, I played with a guy <laughs> with, with the Giants who was Mr. Irrelevant, my boy Jim Finn. Oh, wow. He, he was the last pick in the draft. He said he got like, he got trips. He got all these prizes. He got a, they gave him a Rolex, like all kinds of stuff. A Rolex? He, it's like he got, he got first. a Rolex for being Mr. Irrelevant. So it's wow. like a big deal, right? Yeah. So Mr. Irrelevant in, in the black and brown draft Mr. is going to be, and I talked about this bottle last week on what's cracking, but four roses, single barrel. Mm, Mr. And, Irrelevant. And I'm and I and I'm picking I'm picking four roses single barrel. I, I number one I think is worthy of a draft pick. Mm-hmm. Number two though, if if you want a, a good bottle that has good juice that's not going to hit your pockets, you can walk into any liquor store and find it. And um, you know it is it is a from from a storied, well known distillery. Right, mm-hmm. four mm-hmm. roses. Mm-hmm. Then you can't go wrong with this single barrel. Right. So 
like it. I like okay. it, man. That's dope. I mean, I like Mr. It, Irrelevant. Yeah, that's a great. That's a great way to finish. Yeah, it I haven't, you know, like I said, man. You know that 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 full roses single barrel that we got from uh, whenever we visited um, um, Kentucky. Um, I'm drinking on it now, so I don't really have much to add to the the, the, the full roses single barrel, but that one is pretty good. I pounded mine earlier in the year and I've been looking for another one. So every time I go to the stores, I'm always perusing their single barrel shelves and I pull out the, uh, you know, the little, the little chart that tells you the mash bills and what, mm. what the flavor's going to look like. So but see, you know, that yeast is one of those things, the man, yeast you is know, the one, that man. yeast, that yep. yeast, man. But you know how we were talking about, like, um, I, I can't remember who it was that snuck up into the early rounds. This four roses probably should be a higher draft pick. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. it fell in the draft. I mean, every, maybe, every draft pick ever. Yeah, yeah maybe, 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 maybe it was caught in a you know compromising position right. mm-hmm. at a you know at a party. Because mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it is good enough to be a top first round pick, right? But it but it fell in the draft. It got some some character issues. Got some bad pub. Got some bad pub. <laughs> late late in, late in the in the research. Got some bad pub. So that was our our last pick of the seventh round. You know, Mister Irrelevant came through the Four Roses single barrel, and you might have heard there were some some joints out there we didn't mention, some undrafted free agents. So we got a few. We're gonna go through real quick, get some feedback, tell you what you might want to pick up if you just want to dabble a little bit, right? No doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so our first undrafted free agent is uh, Evan Williams, bottled in bond. You know. That was his go-to. Yes, that's his uh, cocktail bourbon. That's our utility player right there. That's a guy who can mm-hmm. come in and fill any kind of role we need him to fill. Yeah. Bro, that Evan, that Evan Williams bottling bond is the underrated, rooty, scrappy-ass. Practice squad. It's going to make the team. Yeah, right? practice squad guy. Yeah, it's the practice <laughs> squad guy. And then it's eventually going to turn into a superstar. Yeah, so. there you go. He's going to get that mm-hmm. one. Yeah. And then our next, our next undrafted free agent is one that everybody has problems with. You know, the kid that came out of that school, you couldn't pronounce his name when he was on the roster. That guy. This right. is the Michter's Sour Mash. <laughs> Bro, I'm going to tell you something. The first time we had that, yep. that, was, that was when I was like, okay, there's, yeah. diff- there's levels to this. There's, yes. flavor, there's flavors in these bottles. That's yes, the one sir. that got you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think if you get that, you know, building your collection – Put one of them on your shelf. It's a sour mash. You can tell the story around what sour mash means and impress your friends, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And the and the next guy that didn't make the cut, you know, because some stuff he had in his past, he would have ran neck and neck with our Eagle Rare draft, is the Russell's 10-year, another 10-year bourbon. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Could've, he could have made the draft, but it was just at one party when he didn't leave early. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> then he got caught up in some mess. But um, you know that that bottle, man, to me, man, it's straight vanilla, straight vanilla, vanilla straight. bomb, and you like vanilla, vanilla bomb, right? And I love vanilla. I mean, I have vanilla air freshener in my truck. Oh wow! Yeah, I love <laughs> vanilla. Jeez, <laughs> you hood, bro? Yeah, you of real course. ghetto? Of course, man. By the by, the way, as you're telling that story, and about um, he he didn't lead a party in time. That's right. I was thinking about I was thinking about my guy Herm Edwards, right? So, Herm oh. Edwards. Herm Edwards. Herm, Herm, Herm Edwards. Edwards, the coach, right? He used the to coach the- you know, for the Jets, and you know now he's at right. ASU. Yeah. So I spent a training camp with the Jets, right? And so ah. what's what's funny is with Herm Edwards, we all know the hello you play to win the, win game, the game, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I'm telling you, it was one of those every day with him. 
Like he was a one liner king and he used to always say nothing good happens after 1 a.m. Mm-hmm. Right? Nothing yeah. good happens after 1 a.m. So he was serious with it. Yeah, no, he was serious with it. But I appreciated that guy because not only was he trying to run the organization and, and coach the team, but he was also trying to build these young men up mm-hmm. to, to learn life skills. Cause some, you know, some of these kids may not have that father figure. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And they were looking at him as someone who had been there, done that. And so he was a hell of a guy, man. I love that dude. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> All right, man. I like that. You got in your feels real quick. I like that. Shout out to Herm Edwards. I did. I did. I'm getting real sentimental over here, man. It's all good, man. I love it, man. I love it. All right. The last two cats that didn't make our draft, but we got them as undrafted free agents. They, they got a chance to make the team. They got a chance right. to make the team. Oh, oh, a real good chance. A real good chance, right? So next out of Wu-Tang Community College is our main guy, Buffalo Trace. Yes. That guy. Buffalo Trace, man. He got he got a real good shot. Yeah. Eight, what, what six to eight year, year old bourbon? A little bit younger than his boy, Eagle Rare. Mm-hmm. But if Eagle Rare out there messing up, we got a young contender coming into the draft. Same, same mash bill. Same mashy. Yep, 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 yep. Same DNA. Yep. Just need just a little bit more seasoning. That's all. He, that's all. He, just a <laughs> little young. Just a little young. Same proof and everything. Yes, sir. Same, same proof. Just, just yeah. a little younger, dog. Yeah, He's just, just a little, little younger. younger. Yeah. yeah, a little younger. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I have twins, so you know, I, you know, I know how that works. Just a few minutes. Just a few minutes. <laughs> just a few minutes. <laughs> and you got to have one of those on your shelf. Right. You gotta have one. You gotta have Buffalo Trace on your shelf. Yeah. yeah. And the packaging is dope. A little sturdy bottle. You know it. It mimics the buffalo that's sitting on its mm-hmm. label, really on the label. And the last guy, undrafted free agent, last last big six to the board, Elijah Craig Small Batch. Mm. Yeah, man. I mean, that's that's I to me, I think that's like a that's that Elijah Craig Small Batch could have snuck into the seventh round. It definitely could have snuck in. Yeah. Really. Yeah. 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 Okay. I mean, dude, it's first off, it's good. It's a mm-hmm. great story, right? Mm-hmm. Great brand. Great brand. Yeah. Great distillery. Mm-hmm. Right? Easy to find. Easy to find. Good yeah. price point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you I'm build definitely... your, you build your collection, you need it. Yeah, yeah you definitely yeah. won't disappoint anybody if you bring it out to pour it up for them. So maybe he's on the on the uh, the all hands team. <laughs> for me, <laughs> <laughs> he's about to catch the onside kick. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Oh man, this is great. But before we get out of here, before we close it out, before we let Delvin do his thing and take us out like he always does, um, you guys can always find us every week. We're dropping these joints on Sunday. We're dropping them on uh, Anchor. That that blows out to Spotify. Goes out to Google Podcasts. It goes out everywhere, man. I mean. I think they're adding stuff every week. But before um, we do that, you know where to find us on Instagram. But I want to shout out uh, one of the listeners who became a supporter on Anchor. You know, we we opened it up for donations, you know. And when I reached out and thanked him and told the fellas about it, he said he's just doing that so we can keep putting out content. Okay, so. Mm. I mean, that's a heavy heavy burden. That's a heavy burden. I mean, it's a heavy burden. So we're trying to keep the content fresh. We're trying to keep it moving. We're trying to keep you guys interested on this journey with us. Like we said, we're figuring it out as we go along. So we want to shout out our man, uh, John Whitfield, Joe the Third, John's Only Podcast. He's become a uh, supporter of the show. You know, he went on there. He helps us out every month, giving us a little donation, which is dope. When we figure out our merch, we got some stuff to send you, John. So stay on us. We'll stay on you. and We'll keep it cracking, bro. Um, for the Black and Brown podcast, for myself, um, A. Colbert, the plug, W. H. Stevens, yes, and the Silverback, 
Delvin Joyce, the people's choice. We're here for you every week. Delvin, take us out when you're ready, brother. Yo, yo, stay black and keep it brown. My man. <laughs>